0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weekly Prophetic Word. Woo, I'm so excited because we are ending our month of Elul. We only have about a week and a half left, and we're going to be entering into the Hebrew year 5784. How awesome is that? On Rosh Hashanah, which will be Friday night, September 15th through Sunday, September 17th, we blow the trumpet in Zion. We celebrate the Feast of Trumpets. We celebrate that Adam and Eve were first created. At this time, it's also from Joel chapter two, where we blow the trumpet in Zion. Many say that it's the time that Yeshua will return when the shofar is blown. It's the beginning of the civil calendar year on the Hebrew calendar. So, fifty-seven eighty-four means the year of grace, perfection, new beginnings, and four is for creativity. So, we are entering into a year of living out being creative in christ yes the lord is taking us to next levels of abundancy and creativity so it's the year of walking in abundancy and creativity we're getting ready to see god do some amazing things 5783 was about the resurrection The year 5782 was about speaking the glory, a double glory. And the first year, 5781, was opening up our mouths in the decade of pay. So all of them are 81, 82, 83, 84, 80. That number is pay. Open your mouth and prophesy. So we prophesied the beginning. We prophesied double. We prophesied resurrection. And now after the resurrection, an understanding of the church being raised and defeating sin, death, and the grave, now we are stepping into that place of creative miracles. Yep, you're going to see some amazing creative miracles happening this upcoming year. God is shifting the church to live in the realms of kingdom and abundancy. Now, I know we're always supposed to have been there, but let me tell you, there are keys from heaven that are being deposited in the earth. These are rich keys that help make us understand that we have ascended with Christ. We are seated with him in heavenly places. And from that place, we walk in kingdom authority. And that's not just kingdom authority to cast out devils, cleanse lepers, um, bring healing into the earth. Although it qualifies for all that, it's showing, revealing, and expressing a realm of abundancy in which all of those things take place. So we're going to go back to foundation. The foundation of the apostles and the prophets is what the church is being built on. And the word for this upcoming year, I believe, is a word that helps propel us into that place of abundancy. The Lord has just kept showing me over and over again in this month of Elul that he is rebuilding and that he is establishing a new foundation. That is a foundation of of, um, kingdom kingdom everywhere, where he's helping the body of Christ have the veil removed from their eyes so they can see the levels of abundancy that he is calling us to walk in as the church of Jesus Christ. I've been teaching on Luke chapter nine and how Jesus even had to recover his sight after he saw the 5,000 that needed to be fed. And all he had was five loaves and two fish. That word, uh, look up, is actually the word anablipo. It means to change your sight, to recover your sight, even Yeshua had to recover his sight because when he looked down and he saw the 5,000, he even went to a place of, oh my goodness, there's a lot of people here and they all have a need. He had to look up to the place that was beyond need, beyond demand, beyond lack, beyond the disease, because that word multitude means diseased and lack and poverty. He had to look past all those that he saw in that state of the soulless realm and he had to look up to the spirit realms and he had to say he said bless bless this that we have here father bless it he said prosper to it then he broke it and then it fed the 5,000 so so even Jesus had to recover his sight from looking down in the soulless realms he recovered his sight he looked up in the spirit realms and then boom he had entered into the zone that a miracle was going to be created. We want to see miracles happen in 5784. How are they going to happen? We got to recover our sight. We got to get to that place where we stop looking down, we stop looking at the soulish realms, and we raise to the levels in which the Lord has made a way, in which Yeshua has made a way through his shed blood on the cross, through his death, burial, and resurrection and ascension. We are now seated in those places. We are seated where we can now hover in abundancy. Somebody needs to say that. Hover in abundance, because God is taking us to a place where we need to launch out and brood over anything that is void, missing, and without. I know this from Genesis chapter 1. Let me read Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In the beginning, when there was nothing, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth that was nothing, okay, was without form one it was void, it was dark and it was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and then there was a birthing that took place that that word uh, moved is the word brood it means he relaxed he fluttered he shook over it come on I, I'm talking to somebody right now see God says the kingdom of heaven is arrived when Yeshua, came into the earth, he said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is arrived. He said, now everything is going to change. That meant when the kingdom of heaven came into the soulless realms, the realms of lack, the realms of depravity, the realms of weakness, sickness, insecurity, uh, the realms of lust, the realms of of ignorance, the realms that caused us to be held and strongholded by Satan. When he came into those realms and he then chose to go on the cross and shed his blood, the dominion of sin was broken, and we were now launched into a brand new dominion, the king's dominion, the dominion of the king, the domain of the king. Whew. Hallelujah. And so because of this, I'm so excited because what God is saying is, listen, church, you have not only raised from the dead to, to have the ability to because of what my son has done to break sin death in the grave but now you have been launched into ascension now brood over anything that is lack now come on come on in order for us to brood over something in order for us to hover over something we have to be above it right now in these realms that we're living is prosperity holiness shalom peace nothing missing nothing broken that's your everyday place somebody look at their neighbor right now and say hey That's your everyday place. Abundancy is our everyday place. And so Yeshua made a way for us to live in the realms of abundancy, the realms of overflow. Now, when Father God himself hovered over the void earth. He hovered it. He was hovering from his being of abundancy, his being of prosperity, his being of fullness. And he brooded over that. And from that, he was able to create. The word says create the heavens and the earth. So when we talk about 5784 as a year of creation, we're talking about the fact that we have got to get to the places where we can create as Holy Spirit created. We can create as Father God created. And even more so because the dominion of sin has been broken. See, there in the beginning, there was no sin because there was no heaven. There was no earth. There was no Adam. There was no Eve. There was nothing like that. Okay, there was a divine council that had existed prior to, but sin had not yet entered the earth. And so, because of this, it, when when the Father hovered over, when Holy Spirit hovered over, and, and there was that brooding, and there was that moving, and that creation happened, it was a creation of something that was pure, holy, and righteous. Something that was created in the image of God. We know that from Genesis chapter one. He created all things. Everything that we can see, feel, smell, taste, and touch was created by Him. He created us in the image of male and female. He created us, male and female and those are our identities as related to the identity of the father so he created us male and female he created us in genesis chapter 1 verse 28 to do what to subdue replenish have dominion multiply and increase in the earth these instructions were given before adam and eve made the choice Um, to uh, fall into the trap of the enemy because they listened, because they doubted who they were and didn't tell him to shut up and get out of the garden. They they allowed themselves to be tricked into eating the forbidden fruit and for all of humanity to be strongholded until Yeshua came and shed his blood, became the ultimate sacrifice for us. According to the law, he kept the whole law. He died according to the law. He was buried and he was raised Resurrected and he broke the bondage of sin, death, and the grave. But now that's where we live. The bondages of sin, death, and the grave are broken. Somebody needs to repeat that. The bondages of sin, death, and the grave are broken. Come on, say it again. The bondages of sin, death, and the grave are broken. They're not broken because I believe or because you believe. They are broken because they are broken, right? And so we need to step into that place where we know and realize that what has been broken. What has been broken by the shed blood of Jesus Christ means that now we have freedom. Come on. I, I need, I'm getting excited in this place. So excited I lost my two earrings here. So here we go. So we are stepping in. I'm really serious when I say this. Abundance is the key. Advancement is the key. Moving into the plan, purpose, and destiny that God has for for you from this realm. So, Yeshua made a way for the bondage of sin, death, and the grave to be broken. So, now that means we're free. Come on, say to your neighbor, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free indeed. Who the sun sets free as free indeed. What you've now been freely given, what have we been freely given? Let me tell you what we've been freely given. We have been freely given by the power of the Holy Spirit the realms of the kingdom of heaven and God is releasing that to you right now. See, he can tell you that the kingdom of heaven has arrived. But if you don't know the kingdom, you don't know what it looks like. You don't know how you fit into it. You don't even know what, uh, what kingdom is in operation. You don't know how kingdom thinks. Then you're not going to be able to manifest the kingdom. You're not going to be able to co-create with the king. 57.84 is about the co-creation. We and the king as one united are co-creating, creating. Through the realms of abundancy, we're creating life in the earth. Life then breeds signs, miracles, and wonders of the revelation of life and abundancy. I want to read to you a scripture here uh, in Matthew chapter um, uh, 11. Um, Basically, in Matthew chapter 11, the Lord is speaking, and it says here that when John had heard, in the prison, the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and he said to them, are you the one that should come or do we look for another? Now this is the, the, uh, John the Baptist that is saying this. Now this was Jesus answer. This is what Jesus says. Jesus says unto them, go and show John again, those things which you do hear and which you do see the blind received their sight. What kind of sight is that? That means the blind that are only viewing in the soulless realms have." recovered their sight. They can now see spiritually. See, this is what happens when we become born again. We get jerked out of a world that is like a matrix. It makes absolutely no sense. This is why this world today and the craziness in us doesn't make sense to a born again, baptized in the Holy Ghost Christian, because we've already recovered our sight as in received Yeshua as our Lord and Savior. So our sight now is of the spirit realms. However, we have the ability to to go back and forth between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness by choice, okay? Not because it's the will of the Father, but because we often are so attracted to the kingdom of darkness because we were first born into it naturally. So we go back and forth between the two of them. Now, you don't want to do that anymore. You want to stay in this place. But even Yeshua himself in Luke chapter nine, when he looked down and he saw all the disease in the multitudes, they lacked and they had poverty and they were hungry. Even he had, he was so sorrowful to see that lack. He even had to recover his sight and get back to the spirit realm. So so recovering our sight is a daily thing. It's a momentary thing. It's part of soul transformation. It's part of knowing that God is transforming us daily. We are being transformed to the likeness of Christ. And so so we have to know and understand that recovering our sight is one time initially when we receive Yeshua as our Lord and Savior, but it becomes daily because you can know Yeshua. You're going to heaven. You're saved. But your soul could still be very connected to the soulish realms, more so than the spirit realms. So you've got to learn to stay here. If you're going to create and co-create with the Lord, then you got to think like He thinks. you got to be positioned from abundancy, which means the soul needs to expand into a place of abundancy. It needs to expand out of lack. Third John 2 says what? May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So that means that if you want to see prosperity in the earth, your soul has to prosper. So so what does that mean? It means the soul has to get to a place of abundancy. What's the soul? Mind, will, and emotions. Your mind, will, and emotions have got to step into abundancy. It's from abundant places that we do things. People want revival. Folks, revival doesn't come because there's lack. Revival comes because there's abundancy that overshadows The lack that overwhelms the lack that overflows the lack. And all of a sudden, the lack comes alive and becomes whole and then starts telling everybody about it and then becomes on revival. So a fire is lit when somebody comes to the place of recovering their sight. So Jesus says, go back, tells the disciples, go back and tell John that the blind receive their sight. In other words, people shift from lack to abundancy. The lame walk, those that cannot walk, can now do something in abundancy. Those that had a lack, they couldn't walk, now can do something. They can walk. Lepers are cleansed. Those that have skin that is filled with leprosy, now they no longer have it. You see what's happening here? Anytime abundancy hits something, it changes it from a lack state to an abundant state. And the deaf hear. In other words, if someone has a lack of hearing, they now can hear. They can now hear. Every single one of these examples is where someone can't do something because of an ailment, a problem, a brokenness, a situation. But when abundancy hits it, what happens? Boom. Now things have shifted. The dead are raised. Ah. Even what is dead and has no life can now raise up, just as the earth without form had uh, Father God, had Holy Spirit hovering over it, and boom, what happened? But that brooding produced a fruit, and the fruit was the earth and the heavens came about, and then all the things in the earth. Woo, there was not only. A birthing of the earth and the heavens, but a multiplication to all the creatures on the earth. Okay? So the dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. That is considered to be an act of abundancy. When the poor, those in lack, not not, not just from the soul, but also financially, in every respect, soulish realms are poor realms. They are poverty-stricken realms. They are realms where the enemy lives, breeds, and exists. He can't live in the realms of abundance. There ain't nothing abundant about him. He gets his power off humans who continue to remain in the soulish realms and continue to participate with him in the bondage of sin, death, and the grave. But no, not you. Come on, I not you. Because you received Yeshua as your Lord and Savior. So you are not gonna, you're not gonna have anything to do with the soulless realms. You wanna be up here just repent right now and say father any of those times that I was so focused on the soulish realms break that right now because Yeshua already broke it help me live in those realms right now raise me up to kingdom realms so that I can make a kingdom impact and I can be a co-creator in the Hebrew year 5784 so then he says so the poor then have the release of the gospel we want to see revival. Then you better be in revival, that revival of having sight recovered, living in the realms of the ascension, living in prosperous realms, living in kingdom realms. And that means spirit, soul, spirit and soul here. Even if your body walks the earth, your spirit and your soul are so filled with life from here. You've recovered your sight that boom, everywhere around you, people want to recover their sight. They're hearing the gospel. They're seeing and hearing and boom, they're stepping in. And blessed is he who who whosoever shall not be offended in me. In other words, he's saying, "Listen, I am the king. And if you're hungry for me, I will not be a stumbling block nor an offense to you, but I'll be one that you receive as your Lord and Savior of your life, and I'm going to raise you up with me as I resurrected and defeated sin, death, and the grave. I'm now raising you up with me in these ascension realms. I'm seating you in heavenly places with me where I'm seated next to the throne that my father has. You're seated right next to me. You're on my lap, for goodness sake. You are my kid. He said, freely you have received these things. Now freely give them. See, this is this is something that cost him. It doesn't cost us. It cost him. And because it cost him, it was freely given to us. Now, because it's freely given to us, we freely give it. And so we need to know and realize that signs, miracles and wonders, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, raising the dead, casting out devils is something that we freely received the power to do. That power came from the realms of abundancy, not the realms of lack. Come on, I I know somebody's shifting right now in the spirit realms. I can feel it. Somebody's shifting right now. Somebody's shifting. In other words, you're starting to have the blinders pull, pulled off your eyes. You're starting to recover your sight. You're thinking, my gosh, every thought I have is about what I don't have. Every thought I have is about what a problem I have. Every thought I have is about what I don't have. See, hear, hear me clearly. If you look at something and all you see is what you don't have, recover your sight and oblipo right now in the mighty name of Yeshua. It's not what you don't have. See, Yeshua recovered his sight because he saw he had little and he saw the need was so great. But when he recovered his sight, immediately everything he had doubled, increased, multiplied enough to feed 5,000. There are more Greek words and Oblipo, all throughout the scriptures in reference to co-creating with God miracle signs and wonders that reveal that the kingdom of heaven has arrived on the earth. I don't know about you, but I'm getting really, really excited. Am I the only one? Somebody needs to comment below or something because we have stepped into the new realms of the kingdom. Now there's going to be a heavy acceleration once Raha Hashanah comes. And and when when that, that first day comes, we're going to see that We're going to be uh, operating in a new level in accordance with Ephesians chapter 4. A new level of giftings is coming about. I want to read this to you, okay? Because what this means is that as we enter into this new year, All right. The Lord is going to be doing some amazing, amazing things. Okay. So Ephesians chapter four, verse 11 says that when he, he, he descended. Okay. And then he ascended. Okay. So when he uh, before he resurrected, okay. When he died, he went down to Sheol, he went down to hell and he got the keys and then he ascended. He went up to heaven. Okay. And in this, he then gave gifts to men. He gave some men or women, some men and women to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, pastors, teachers, for what's the reason? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, to we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, and to a perfect man, and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. What am I talking to you about? I'm talking about number four is a year of co-creating with God. It's a year of abundancy and creativity. It's a year of living out the foundation of the kingdom. With that, we are living out the fullness of Christ. So apostles and prophets who are the foundation of the church, all things are to be built on the apostolic and the prophetic. All right. And so as the apostles and the prophets come and they speak the word, as they advance the kingdom through teaching, training, um, making the deposit in the saints, the saints will become perfected and they'll grow in fullness. Whoo, I feel somebody getting big right now. Whoo, somebody's getting fat. Whoo, somebody's getting fat in the spirit realms right now. Come on, you're getting big, you're getting big. See, because the more the foundation of the apostles and prophets in the understanding of kingdom is expanded, the greater the creation will manifest in the earth. The more the body of Christ will know how to co-create with the King to change the atmospheres. Now we're going to see signs, miracles, and wonders happen, and they're going to come from you and from me. They're going to come from those of us that consider us to be ordinary, we're really extraordinary in the kingdom. We're extraordinary. Why? Because as we hear the word, our faith increases. As we understand the apostolic and prophetic, as we know the times and seasons, and as an Issachar prophet, I know and understand them, we are coming up on Hebrew year 57, 84, which means it's going to be a year of abundancy and creativity. So with that, there's got to be new revelation on the kingdom of heaven. New revelation on how the kingdom is being made manifest in the realms of lack and of the soulless realms. See, that's what we're living in, in the earth. So a revelation of this impacting here, living here as though the kingdom exists. Now, how is this possible? See, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned and ate the forbidden fruit and they were cursed and cast out of the garden, okay? Yeshua broke the curse. The curse has been forever broken. And so when they exited, the garden. There was a flaming sword that was put up, which means the only way back into the garden where there's no sin is through the sword or through the flaming cross of Yeshua it means through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That's the only way back into the garden. Now, the Garden of Eden made manifest in the earth. Many think it was Mount Moriah. It's actually where the Dome of the Rock is now. OK, that the Muslims have their um monument on top of the Temple Mount of um, of uh, Solomon's Temple, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, and the Dome of the Rock is there, that is where they say that, it, that the Garden of Eden was. That was the beginning, the very, very beginning. It's also the place for sacrifices and offerings everywhere that you read that uh, in the Holy Word of God, uh, in accordance with the Torah. Um, it is the temples that were uh, established. There's still some of those walls are still in existence today. That's where the wailing wall is. Where you, if you go to Jerusalem and and you find the Jews that are wailing at the wall, they're wailing on the side uh, of the wall that has been there, the side of the temple. So it's holy ground. Now the Lord says that through the flaming sword or through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, we come back to the Garden of Eden, which means that all over the world, whether or not you're in Israel or wherever you're at, the fact of the matter is, is that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit walking now. And in your temple, you've now re-entered the Garden of Eden. Somebody needs to slap their neighbor. You've re-entered the Garden of Eden. Whoa, what would that really be like? That would be a place of nothing missing, nothing broken, no pain, everything's working properly. There's total healing, restoration. All of this is happening. Guess what? You're in the garden. I know you say, Candace, there's no way I am. If you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're back in the Garden of Eden. Now, to live properly in the garden, you must live from a mindset of abundancy. Because if you don't, when that enemy tries to come in Your garden and talk to you, you're going to have a conversation with him. That conversation is going to talk to you about everything you don't have because that's exactly what he spoke to Adam and Eve. He's going to say, Hey, whatever your name is, just look at what you don't have. And the moment you do that, again, he entangles us. Now, it's all a false power that the enemy yields. Because the fact of the matter is the Lord never took you out of your realm of abundancy. The curse curse has been broken. All you have to do is say, Father, forgive me. I keep having thoughts of lack. I keep having these soulish thoughts. Help me release right now in the mighty name of Yeshua and break this off of me right now. And that prayer is a prayer for the moment. Now, maybe you've never prayed that prayer. Maybe you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Listen, he is the... The only way to the father. He is the only way to intimacy with the father. He's the only real true sacrifice, the Passover lamb that shed his blood. I just want you to say this, uh, prayer after me right now, if you haven't, and then I want to know who you are. Say, father, forgive me for I am a sinner. I've missed the mark. I see everything in the negative, everything in the lack. My life is filled with poverty. And Lord, I want to receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And Lord, raise me up. I want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and walk in the kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. And once you say that, the word says, according to Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, you will be saved you confess jesus christ as your lord and savior and you will be saved i speak that to you right now in the mighty name of yeshua be saved in the here and now and then be saved every single day what that means is not eternal salvation it means be saved from your soul that is continually lying to you telling you that you need more you don't have enough things are so bad blah blah blah. shift that off of you right now In the mighty name of Jesus. whoo! I feel his fire right now. Somebody needs to share this video. You need to share this video with a friend right now. Come on, this thing's gonna go viral. This is the year of abundancy and creativity and you're gonna be a co-creator. The kingdom of heaven has arrived. That's what he said. And now we are going to see a next level of kingdom keys being made manifest. Come on, you're going to have dreams and visions about nothing missing, nothing broken. You're going to step into the realms of abundancy and creativity. I declare it and decree it now. You're going to start to see signs, miracles, and wonders because you're so abundant. That's the only overflow that comes in the name of Jesus. Every enemy flee right now, every stronghold broken, because now you will recover your sight and see as Yeshua sees, see as all of us in the kingdom are supposed to see. Get those blinders off right now and see abundancy. Every day, so that you can create. We cannot create from lack. We create from abundancy. Come on, here, let me just tell you something logical. If you become a creator in any way, no matter what it is, you're entrepreneurial, you're an artist, you're a dancer, worship, any creative gifts like that, right? But all gifts are creative because anything that we receive from the Lord um, is a creative gift in and of itself. That came to us, from a place of abundancy, because Yeshua released it from His place of abundancy to us, that we might be abundant in that thing, that we might take care of lack that's in the earth. So any gifts you've been given freely, you're to freely give them into what is in lack. Now, if you ask anybody, how do you make money? You make money when you solve somebody's problem, right? Now, what is that? That is the solving of what is Abundant came to handle what the problem was, which was lack. That's how this thing works. So anytime you feel problems are lacking you, you just got to know, hey, I got to shift to the place of abundancy because there should be no lack in me here. I mean, Yeshua took care of this. There ain't no lack here. There ain't no lack in my garden. I got all the fruit I need. I got all the food I need. I got everything that I need. So why am I seeing lack? break right now in the mighty name of Yeshua. Every lie of Satan, every spirit of lie break off of you right now. Every spirit that is telling you you don't have enough, telling you to doubt, telling you to fear, telling you to be angry with this, frustrating you here and there. I break that off in the mighty name of Yeshua. I declare and decree that you will see into the realms of abundancy and begin to grab a hold of the kingdom so you can be a kingdom releaser, a, a releasing abundancy and creativity in the earth in Hebrew year 50. Now, this also includes, come on, are you ready? With the lack and poverty agendas that we have brewing in our earth today, struggles with gender identity, this is a struggle Not only with sin, but sin is lack. It's really a struggle of lack. It's where problems and people and agendas that breed lack are trying to help us accept their lack. Now, listen to me. Accept the people, but don't accept the lack mentality that comes along with that. The word of God in all abundancy says we are created male and female. We are created. Okay, so as co-creators in the earth in 5784, come on, I declare it and decree it now. Somebody needs to send this out to everywhere. The gender identity issues that we have in the earth today are going to highly diminish within a year because what we are going to see happen is the kingdom of heaven is going to be so overwhelmed with an understanding of being co-creators, that we're going to speak life everywhere there's a lack in these areas and we're going to begin to start seeing change in the earth. Problems can be identified and called out, but they have to have a power greater that can overflow and overabundant that lack that we find in existence. So if the Lord said he created everyone male and female, then in the mighty name of Jesus, I call into order every individual that is questioning their identity and or lack of identity, because these identity issues that we have today are letters and numbers, whatever they are, alphabet soup. There's no identity in those. You are not a letter. You are not a number. You are a a. A created being from the Heavenly Father with the plan, purpose, and destiny that He set you apart and He anointed and appointed you to be the carrier of the kingdom and who He is. I break off every demonic force that is telling you you're otherwise, lying to you and causing you to feel defeated in the mighty name of Yeshua. And I call forth the true you on the inside. See, The enemy wants to keep you in a place of lack, but the father said, no, I've created you in my image to bear the lightness of the king and the earth. You are no letter. You are my son and you are my daughter in the mighty name of Yeshua. Somebody hear me right now. Somebody hear me right now. Whatever lying Force is around you, around your family member, around your friends right now. I break that off in the name of Yeshua. That is not your identity. A letter is not an identity. One grabs a hold of an identity of only something that is abundant. There is no abundancy in this realm that is feeding letters as identity to people or even feelings. Your feeling is not your identity. Who he says you are is your identity. If he calls you his child created in his image, that is your identity. Do not be confused by the realms of lack and the soulish that want to convince you you're somebody that you're not. It's a lie to keep you in bondage to a sin, a realm of lack that has been broken forever that you don't have to live in. Break right now, Anna Blipo, recover your sight in the mighty name of Yeshua and see your identity in the great and mighty King who has called you, called you by name, given you a name, male and female, and set you apart to rule in his kingdom. I call you back home right now in the mighty name of Yeshua. I call you back home right now I call you back home to the Father. I call you back home to the ones that love you. Break right now and see in the spirit realms. Those that love you and those that have called you by name, not a letter. In the mighty name of Yeshua, you mean more to God than you can ever imagine. And he has sent apostles, prophets, he sent Pastors, evangelists, teachers, he sent every member of the kingdom who stands with heaven to believe in the manifestation of this reality in 5784 I declare it and decree it now that every demonic force that lies ah, about letters and numbers and false identities be torn down, receive the identity of Yeshua, repent right now that you have believed a lie and see the fruit, the abundancy of heaven come upon you. I see crowns being released right now. I see heaven being released upon you. Whoo, glory. Right now, somebody's getting deliverance right now. You need to reach out to me in the mighty name of Yeshua. Somebody, somebody, listen. I went in for you right now. God loves you. He really does, and so do I. Whoo, glory. I feel that. Whoo, whoo, whoo. In 5784, you're created in the image of God and you will co-create from the realms of abundancy. Whew, I've said it in the mighty name of Jesus. Whoo! Somebody help me in this place. Wow. That's a worldwide word. Send it out there. The confusion is rampant. We're going to break the spirit of confusion right now. Feel those realms of glory surrounding you right now, raising you up. The crowns are coming on. Grab the robe, the scepter, the ring. You're his kid. You're coming home right now. And he's meeting you. He's putting the robe on you. And he's saying, let's have a party. Break out the and calf. We're having a party because my kid is coming home in the mighty name of Jesus. <sighs> I'm dispatching angels to come and minister to you right now. <sighs> They're dropping new mantles upon you for you've been created for a purpose. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened. May you recover your sight. Whew. Healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Healing. She cut that hand on us. Gosh. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Yes. Now, if you want um, more information on these realms of abundancy, you got to get your handle on my book, Heavenly Portals. Just go to my website. If you're living in other parts of the world, go, go to, your, to Amazon.com where it's at in your country. and Order from there because like shipping overseas is too difficult. But in the United States of America, get Heavenly Portals. How eternity impacts your past, present, and your future. So you can learn these abundant keys. <sighs> this is a holy moment. I'm not trying to mess with it, with the commercial. I'm just telling you, I've got some spiritual resources. Because after you've heard this message, you're clearly now you're like, I'm not living there. Let me help you live there. Because in 5784, it's pertinent. It is the only place. That you can live if you want to co-create. It's not possible because in this realm, you'll only create something that lacks. There, you create abundancy and you bring it to the earth. All right. I want to invite you to join my prophetic class. The next one is Monday, September 11th at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Go on my website. um, You'll see a banner that rotates. Maximize your prophetic potential. Get online there. I want to get to know you. I want to know who you are. I want to know what you bring to the table. I want to introduce you to some other amazing people that are on the line. We're going to talk about prophetic things that are going to help you live in the realms of abundancy. Um, If you want to know about the Hebrew calendar, that's the place to be. Come on. It's only $30 a month. And all you got to do is put in this code. S- is in Sam, A is in Alpha, number one, S-A-1. Put that in. The price slashes from $150 to $30 a session. I want to invite you to be a part of that. God is so good. Listen, and get signed up by September 9th or else you won't get, yeah, September 8th or 9th, you won't get the Zoom link in time for Monday, September 11th. I change the date every month that I'm meeting because of my travel schedule, but... Um, I want to get to know you. I want to see you online. So make sure you sign up for that. I'm feeling the glory right now. With that, I'm going to say goodbye because I'm just going to enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's been so awesome being with y'all today. share this with a friend and uh, I want to see you online for Maximize Your Prophetic Potential. All right. Be blessed. We'll see you next time. Next week. All right. Amen. Thank you for joining Dr. Candace for today's podcast. For more resources and weekly prophetic words direct in your email box, go to our website at www.candacesmithyman.com, Facebook at Candice Smithyman, or Instagram at Candace Smithyman. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel.